This episode of John Appetit is brought to you by The Civic. For those of you wondering what the old St. Joe's Hospital at 1600 West Girard became, meet The Civic, an adaptive reuse apartment building with well-designed micro, studio, one, and two-bedroom homes for rent. Centered around hospitality and community, The Civic has amenities including a roof deck, art gallery, doorman, golf simulator room, pet grooming station, and more. To learn more or book a tour, visit thecivicphl.com forward slash John. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. We are back with you for episode number 140. By we, I mean myself, Roy Burton, and my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing tonight, Chanel? I'm okay. A little bit of a scratchy throat, but otherwise I'm okay. But you're a gamer. You know, much like Joel Embiid, you will play through sickness mm-hmm. because you know this is a big, this is the playoffs right here. This is the playoffs, the podcast playoffs right now. I and you're guess. playing through pain. You're playing through the pain. Oh, uh, well. We have a lot of stuff in store for you and everybody listening to make everybody, hopefully everybody will feel better by the end of this episode. We have some um, some new, new stuff to tell you about, including a new bar on top of Sierra Green in, city, in Philadelphia and a huge award given out last night as we're taping this episode of the show. And in our What's Good Philly segment, we're going to talk about Little Nona's, a place that uh, we've talked about offline and getting to for a while now, but we finally got a chance to get to that not too long ago, so we'll discuss that as well. So a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. But before we do anything, as always, we want to thank you, the listeners, the supporters, the retweeters, the Facebook fans, uh, Instagram fans, Twitter fans. Thank you, guys. We appreciate yes, all the support. thank you very much. You guys have given us um, over the years and months and days and weeks. We've been doing this podcast, and I saw we're over 300. We have 300 and some Facebook followers, and like, nearly 700 people on Instagram. We have like a thousand people who follow us on Twitter and we had a ton of people who listen to us each and every month. And we want to thank you guys for listening to us. And please share the word about the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend, repost it on your Facebook page, retweet our tweets on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. And please tell a friend to tell a friend about the John Appetit podcast. Because again, thanks to you guys that's helped spread the word about us throughout all of the different platforms. And again, we're on every social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we are wherever you get your podcasts. So Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Google Play, Spotify. Please give us a follow, give us a like, give us a heart, give us a thumbs up, give us a five-star rating. And if you can, give us a review because, again, that's how people find podcasts like ours. And we want to spread the word to you guys and to your friends and like we do to our friends over in Israel who still have us in the top 200 and some in the podcast food podcast in Israel. We're still around the 700 range in, in, in America, although I saw back on April 27th, we spiked up to 102, uh, number 102 oh, wow. back a couple weeks ago. So wow. so we have little spikes in our little, you know, whenever, whenever like I drop like the heat, I come on here and drop the heat in front of these microphones, people are like, yo. Yo, this dude knows what he's talking about. He's very well versed uh, when it comes to food. He's a culinary expert. So, bam, jump right I, I don't to feel, the top. I don't the, feel uh, well enough to deal with with you right now. Jump right to the top of the uh, the the uh, algorithm 
the the iTunes or Apple Podcast algorithm. So please, hopefully this has some more heat for you guys as well. Follow us, like us, subscribe to us, tell a friend, tell a friend. Also, while you're checking us out, check out our partner shows. Check out my other show, The Broad Street Line, every Saturday at 10 a.m. on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP in Philadelphia. You can also subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts or just go to thebsline.com. Also, check out our friends over at War Room Sports, Tissue and the Tape for you hip-hop heads, and On the Couch with the Wilsons. Also, big shout-out to the homie Tate Diggs for giving us a follow on the Twitter machine. A friend of mine was on Facebook the other day. He said he was mad at the person who told him to watch All-American because he said, you know what, I sat down and watched it, and I lost the whole day because I got caught up on the show. It's a really good show, according to him. So I got to get caught up on All-American. You should get caught up on All-American. It's on Netflix. So check it out. All right, Philly. What is new? What's new is Sunset so, so, say, She Sells Seashells by the Seashore. Exactly. Sunset Social, now open at Sierra Green. Say that five times fast. Rooftop restaurant bar on the roof of the Sierra Center South Parking Garage at 30th Street Station. So the beautiful new Sierra Center building right uh, at 30th Street. Um, I think AK as A Kitchens there, AKA is there. Um, I forget what else is there. Uh, but now on the rooftop, I believe it's the 11th floor. Um, you can go to Sunset Social. Is that where the TV is? I think when it is. You're on the TV Walnut there. Street. So, yeah, I think that's yeah. where the TV okay. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they said they have a TV and they have movies and stuff. Um, while you're watching TV outside on the grass, you can uh, enjoy burgers, sandwiches, and fries because they are the focus of the Sunset Social menu. Um, the burgers uh, include a big kahuna, which comes with bacon, jalapeno, pineapple, and barbecue sauce. There's a Philly-style burger. There's a pork roll, cheese sauce, and fried egg. And there's one called the Jonian, which is topped with onion rings and barbecue sauce. Not sure if that's named after us. I'm sure it's uh, not. Because I saw the onion ring. It was pretty big. Um, so I'm not sure if that was named after us or not. Because I might go for the smaller rodeo burger size onion rings. But I need to taste it first to see if it was named after us. I will confirm with you guys later on. If anybody tastes it, let me know. If it tastes like a rodeo burger, then it was named after the Joan Appetit <laughs> podcast. Um, Some people know. might not know what a rodeo burger is. Tell the people what the rodeo burger is. A rodeo burger is a burger that they used to sell every once in a while at Burger King. Yes. It was like a, a burger with barbecue sauce on it, cheese, and onion rings. It was actually pretty good. This was good. It wasn't that expensive. It was, it was, it was cheap. Like it was like a special burger, and it was actually pretty darn like, tasty. They really just threw onion rings and barbecue sauce on the regular cheese Yeah, burger. on a cheeseburger. And it, it, and it worked. It was fantastic. Yeah, so. I wonder why they don't do that anymore. Or do they? I haven't been to Burger King yeah. in a long time. Couldn't tell you. If they do rodeo burgers, let us know. <laughs> JohnAppetit at gmail.com. Or again, JohnAppetit on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, I, I have no idea whether or not they do that. There's also a veggie burger. There's a fried chicken sandwich at Sunset Social. Veggie burger, fried chicken sandwich with buttermilk ranch and pickles. Chicken fingers, corn dogs, and a quinoa and farro bowl with chicken, avocado, corn, and oh, tomato. Okay. okay. So there's all sorts of good stuff there. You can also get your fries smothered in bacon or cheese. Oh, bacon and cheese, I should say. Yeah, there's, it doesn't have to be an or. Could be or. Could be and. Should, why be, should you, be an why, and. Why do you want or? It's should be an and. Should be an and. and. Uh, beer comes in draft or in bottles. They have frozen cocktails and they have reds, wine, uh, reds, whites, and rosé wines by the glass or by the one liter bag, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here for the wine in the bag. 
But are you here for eating outside? I am. If the burger's named after me, I'd eat outside. You go there with whoever. It's closer you, to you, so yeah, you should I go know, there. You should check I it know. out. I know. I was hoping you wouldn't. It's closer to you, that. so you should check it out. It's more. It's more convenient for you to get there. It is. So let us know. But then I, now I got to figure out where it is. See, I get nervous going down that way. Mm-hmm. Like, because I don't really know where I'm going. Is that the way you go? Oh, you don't go that way home. I just go that way home, but well, I'm in my car. Sort of do. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You're in your car. You're nervous. This is a, there's a whole, it's on top of a garage. You ain't got to worry about parking. Yeah. But I right hate, there. hate, hate not knowing where I'm going because I hate being that person holding up traffic and, you know. Well, Sunset Social, if you aren't. That I'm going to try. I will try. If you aren't that person who hates who hates uh, being lost, being lost, and, and you aren't that person who doesn't want to hold up traffic, Sunset Social, again, on the roof of the Sierra Center South Parking Garage, right next to 30th Street Station. Big win last night for the Cook and Solo team. Uh, Steve Cook, Michael Salamanoff won the James Beard Award for Most Outstanding Restaurant in America. This is a hive. And not only that, they're about to open three more. So you can't get into Zahav anytime in the next 17 years. I understand that. <laughs> Unless you show up right at 5 o'clock and sit at the bar. That's and basically even then, That's basically Even then, shot. there's probably a line to show up at 5 o'clock and sit at the bar. So right? if you want to get to a, a Zahav adjacent restaurant, then you don't have to wait too much longer because they're opening three different concepts later this year. Uh, the first is called KFAR. This is an Israeli bakery and cafe from Camille Cogswell. She's currently the pastry chef at Zahav. She herself won a James Beard Award last year for her pastry chefness, and now she's opening up her spot at 19th and Chestnut. This is going to open in early July. So 19th, 19th and Ch- Chestnut? Yes. It's not the one. Remember the building that they were going to build next to, uh, that they are building next to Fergie's, people thought it was going to go there. They're like, nah, fam. KFAR is going to 19th and Chestnut. 19th and Chestnut? 19th and Chestnut. Where? Early July. Um, I will find out for you. I will effort that. I'm, I'm picturing 19th and Chestnut in my mind, and I don't see. I will effort that. Oh, um, I don't know what that means. I will find out for you. Is that like a work term? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Offline, we will effort that. That's a takeaway. Oh, okay. I got a takeaway. That's a new one for me. It's a takeaway. I'm not up on the new yes. work tech. You're the one. I learned it from, I learned it from you. I learned it from you. So what's your takeaways? That's what you tell me. What's your takeaways? Yeah, I do say that because there are takeaways from conversations. I'm not sure what that is. Come on. Keep going. Me- no meeting should be more than 40 minutes anyway. There should never be a meeting that's longer than 40 minutes. After after 40 minutes, you just repeat yourself. That's not true. Sometimes true. it's necessary. Why? What, what if, meeting- if, if it's a large meeting and you're trying to convey an idea, sometimes it takes more well, than 40 minutes. Well, if the idea is, like, if you can't convey an idea in 40 minutes, and the people who are listening to the idea ain't getting it. No, but that's the thing. I convey the idea, and people have questions. 40 minutes worth? Like, a, another 20 minutes worth? Yeah, like, like, some people don't understand until they get deeper meaning or explanation. High level. All meetings should be high level. I hate that term. Merck has the sandwich shop. That's coming to 12th and Sansom. That's coming into the big building next to Fergie's Pub. Um, this is coming in September. That's a, a Merkaz Sandwich Shop. That's number two. And Laser Wolf is coming to Kensington uh, at an opening TBD. But again, they're all shooting for this year. This is a grill-focused uh, restaurant with cuisine similar to Zahav. So again, if you like Zahav, you're probably going to like Laser Wolf. You're probably going to like Merkaz. You're probably going to like KFAR. 
I am sure these will all be difficult to get into as well. So again, keep it locked for those three. As soon as we have more information about those, we will definitely keep you in the loop for that. But again, this is the Cook and Solo team. This is the, the Rooster and Zahav and Dizengoff. And so you know it's going to be fire. All right. Here's a public service announcement from the fine folks here at John Appetit. I will post this as early as possible. I would like to let you know that on May 8th at 12 p.m., which may be 12 after, p.m., which may be after you listen to this, mm. but hopefully it's very close to the time you listen to this, the June cook classes are going on sale. Every month, cook the demo kitchen. Where's that, 20th Street? I always get the streets mixed up. Um, yeah. On 20th and Sansom? Mm, what is his name? I'm throwing out names. Nah, I don't know. Audrey Claire Cook. It's, it's a demonstration kitchen. Street, it's on 20th Street. It's a little further down than Sansom. They have classes, and they're very popular classes because they sell it immediately. And they have classes every month, and we try to tell you every month, you know, as soon as we can. But they let they release the schedule like two days earlier, two days early. And as soon as the classes go on sale, they get snapped up pretty quickly. So hopefully... You guys will have a chance to check out the ones coming in June because there are some good looking offerings. Did you look at Did you look at the list? The cook class. Uh, I one? sure did. Anything Anything jumping out at you on the uh, the cook the Audrey Claire cook classes for June? Because there's some good ones to me. There's a lot actually a lot of good ones um, for me this week. There was the uh, I know you're a fan of the cheese. I don't know if you saw the American yes. Cheese and Wine Tour mm-hmm. uh, with uh, the two guys from the Bruno Brothers. Yes, I did. Um, and there's the uh, the soulful seafood with Malik Ali and from South. There's the New Jersey seafood one. Saw that one. Well. Saw and then one. wasn't there one about meat uh, cooked on a stick or something like that? Yeah, stick 'em up. It's a, a celebration of meats on sticks with Nick Macri um, from La Divisa Meats. So a lot of good classes. Again, they go on sale 12 noon Wednesday. This is a great gift uh, for anybody. Maybe a great Mother's Day gift or just a great gift in general. But if there's a class that you see that you want, you should you know sign up for it ASAP because it will probably sell out and fill up pretty quickly. Because there's only like ten or twelve seats for most of these classes, so you definitely want to get. <laughs> is on is that. it is it twelve? Is it ten or twelve? There's not a lot. Many. It's not a Ain't big place. Yeah, it's Ain't not a big many. place. Ain't that many. Burger King is going to serve the Impossible Burger nationwide. They had a, a successful test run in St. Louis and is now coming to. All of the chains, 7,300 locations in America. I thought they were running out of impossible meat. That was the thing. I, I think it's, is it impossible or is it beyond meat? Because I'm getting those two confused. I know one oh, of those is like. Oh, there's like, two different ones? There's multiple ones, yeah. Which one was the Quest Love? Impossible. This is impossible. Yes. Impossible is the one that people hear about more. Yes. So. Beyond is the one that just had the IPO. Okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Well, they must not be running out of meat um, so. or fake meat or Maybe. whatever the stuff is <laughs> that has the same amount of calories as meat. Yes, no cholesterol. Um, I guess. So after trying the Quest Love sandwich, I guess I'll try an Impossible Burger from Burger King. But I heard the Wall Burger Impossible Burger was pretty good. You had the Impossible Quest Love, and you heard the Impossible Quest Love. The uh, the uh, the Impossible Wall Burgers one was good. So the Burger King one should be good as well. Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah. Like I'm not big. Like the Quest Love thing was fine. It was mm-hmm. it was fine. I knew it wasn't meat, but <laughs> because I knew it wasn't meat. But like if I were eating it, I would definitely know that something was wrong. Right. 
but that's because I'm a super carnivore. Like, I don't like having meals that don't include meat. That's just not how you go. How you that's roll. just me. Like, I would probably walk around with a T-shirt that said I was a carnivore. Like, I have no problem with that. So here's the deal. Beyond Meat used to be the one that ran out of stuff. But they fig- apparently, according to the CEO, they're, they're the ones who had the IPO. Uh-huh. According to the CEO, they figured out that problem. Apparently, apparently, Impossible, mo- impossible Foods... They are having trouble keeping up, which yeah. again raises the question. I, I know, I heard that. How are you going into How's how Burger King into Burger King seventy three hundred Burger King? Yeah, if you're having issues making burgers, I'm not understanding that. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But oh, hey, God. maybe we'll it's because out. when they did all their logistics and everything, they knew that Burger King was going to wipe them out from being able to make the offerings at the Wahlburgers and the all. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So after calculating what they're going to need for their, you know, partnership with Burger King, they knew that they were going to run short. That was a key takeaway from one of their earlier meetings. Yes, it was a takeaway. Yeah. So they said they had. They should have ran it before they offered it well, to Burger probably, King, but yeah. Hey, so, so sometimes they, that happens. They've increased capacity at their Oakland, California plant. So we're going to get enough Impossible Burgers. I will try this. I'm intrigued. I'll try the Wall Burger one. You try the Burger King one. This is the largest meat-free fast food experiment in the country. This is the widest distribution for something like no, this. No, changing the, the oil that McDonald's fries were cooked in. Was meat-free the fast meat-free. food experiment. Not changing the oil from It used to be used beef to be. fat. Beef fat. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're still upset about I'm that. so upset about that. I'm still mad McDonald's did that to us. I'm more mad about the chicken nuggets than that. What that keep they it, keep it a buck that they stopped giving us grizzly pieces? Yeah, they stopped, they stopped with the brown meat. They yeah, they gave us white meat, and they gave us all white meat. Yeah, <gasps> no, that doesn't bother me as much because I preferred the ones that were the white meat when you got them. I'm mad that the fries stopped being the boot the fried brown and meat beef boots fat. Were good. Beef oh. fat McDonald's fries was what put them on top. People weren't going there for the burger; they were going for the beef fat fries, and then people with with not good palates didn't even realize that they changed well they did because what they changed the the oil they changed to after the beef fat was really bad so people were like bad but then they changed to another oil and then people were like oh these are all right i don't eat mcdonald's fries like anymore because they're not the same they're not the same they're not the same they messed up finally hostess has released twinkie flavored coffee pods so for those of you out there with your um the keurigs your little coffee pot action you can get coffee that tastes like Twinkies, or if that's not your jam, Ding Dongs, Honey Buns, and Snowballs. Snowballs, you said are the coconut ones. Right? Yeah, I'm not. I don't I, I'm gonna get the I don't know. Twinkie, the Ding Dong, and a Honey Bun. I'm not even looking at those Snowballs. I don't I, want anything to do with them. I don't even rock with coffee. This sounds good. I'm here for these. You're not gonna like it. Why not? Because it's coffee. Isn't there honey bun? Isn't there honey bun flavor? I like coffee. There's cinnamon, cinnabun, which I've brought cinnamon, cinnabun in the house. Mm-hmm. There's a cinnamon flavored coffee in the house. You have not tried any of it. Coffee tastes good. You put milk in it, or put a uh, sugar in. It. No, you're not putting milk in it. You put cream in it. Cream in it. The coffee tastes flavored good. cream. I just don't drink it. But coffee tastes good. It's not that I don't like coffee. I just don't drink it. But it's good. I'm intrigued by this. Well, you buy them. I'll drink them. Honey buns, ding dong, and Twinkie flavor coffee. All except the snowball. We don't want those. Nobody likes coconut. We are not here. We're not a coconut. No, people love coconut. Why? I don't know. Coconut's disgusting. People like, what what holiday just passed? Uh, uh, Easter. Easter. No, Easter. Oh, you said a holiday just passed. Easter. Okay. So there were like all these people buying like these coconut cakes. 
mm-hmm. think that's a thing for Easter. I don't know because I don't it? eat coconut. Yeah. And then I saw like recipes for coconut cake. And I was so like disgusted. I couldn't even like eat. I was like, I can't believe these people are eating all this coconut. Yeah, it makes me that. not hungry anymore. It's not good. Coconuts, it's not. It it just doesn't taste <sighs> good. Yeah, and coconut water. Don't get me started on that. Coconut water is fine. It doesn't. The worst. It, 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 do, tastes, it like tastes fine. No, it doesn't taste yes, like coconut. It does. It doesn't. It does. It does not taste like coconut. It tastes like Tom Hanks <laughs> on that beach with that volleyball. <laughs> it doesn't taste it like, like that. It tastes like, what's it, castaway? It you just like castaway. don't like it. It is the worst. But oh. I, as someone who doesn't like coconut, I will drink coconut water, and it does not taste like coconut. Joe Rogan used to give that to people on Fear Factor and be like, yo, drink this. <laughs> no, he did. To go to the next round. <laughs> no, That's it's so disgusting. Oh, my God, it's the worst. It's the worst. You know what's the best, though? Little Nona's. We're going to talk about Little Nona's on the other side, so keep it locked. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. back to segment number two of the show i apologize you guys do not get to listen to the stuff that we say between segments off the air because it is riveting sports conversation yes including my wife saying that ben simmons has a girl face yes he's very pretty this is also this comes in the wake of last night's commentary post Celtics game where uh, my wife looked at the players going into the locker room and could tell whether or not they did stuff good things in the game (laughs) Marcus Morris, he looked like he played hard. Kyrie, not so much. Jason Tatum, not so much. Gordon Hayward, did he even play? He only had two points, so I guess the answer is really not really for Gordon Hayward last night. Yeah, because you know I didn't watch the game. I know you didn't watch the game, but you just like saw them. I just w- saw them after their defeat right. and knew who did what, and I was right, wasn't I? This is the person, admit it. This is the person who wants to come on my podcast. Admit it. Wait, can you admit whether or not I was right? You watched the game. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I came in after because I couldn't sit there and watch my Celtics get beat. So I came in after and looked at everybody walking into the locker room and I made the call on who did what and was I right? Be honest. Marcus Morris had a very good game. Was I right? Just say I yes or it's a yes or no question. No, well, the one you said, you said uh, uh, Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. He well, I guess the whole team was kind of bad. So yeah, you're right. You're I right. told you, I told you exactly who played hard and who did. Yes. Without even watching the game. Well, not even really watching the game. That's that's accurate. But what? So what are you saying here? I'm saying. What that, are you saying? That's really not an accurate gauge. But but <laughs> but, it, but I was not. right though. That was was it the 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 squirrel finds. The I, I'm the Celtics whisperer. I know these things. You know these things. Yes. Who's gonna win the Sixers game that's playing right now as we're watching? Who's gonna win this game? Who's gonna win the game? I don't know. I gotta watch for we're five a, minutes. We're doing a food podcast. We can't watch. We gotta do. It. Yeah, but I can't tell you until I watch for five minutes. See how people are playing, and then I can tell you who's gonna right, win well, in five well, minutes. We'll tell people later. We gotta talk about Little okay. Nona's, my new favorite Italian restaurant in Philadelphia. I'm just put it out there like that. Little Nona's. Um, I guess 
Queen Village. Yeah, and we're probably a little late on this. We're super late on this. We're you super know, you late. know, people. I've are been gone. told by multiple people, yo, you gotta get a little nervous. Yeah. You gotta get There's the Sunday There's so grade. many good restaurants in Philly that is like we're trying. We have some in in the the. We got some in the Hopper. We got in the Hopper that we visit that we haven't talked about because we. It's just a lot. And there's, there's a, you know, just, just this week, there's a couple more that we're like, yo, we got to check this out. We have to check this out. Yeah, they keep popping up. And there's some of our, our old favorites. It's like, yo, like, we need to get back to some of these places because they're great. Yeah. So there's a lot of places to get to. Please, if you have recommendations, please. Just let us know. Let us know because we're always looking for recommendations. And we, do, we put them in the rotation and then we'll get them in there and, you know. Yeah, we'll check But we out. finally made it late. Late, better late, late than never. Better late than never. To late Little Nona's. Little Nona's, 1234 Locust Street. Again, right, 13th and Locust, right next to Bud and Madeline's, basically, if you're familiar with right around the corner, if you're familiar with that. Um, Little Nona, Nona's, it's, uh, according to the Googles, traditional Italian dishes served in a homey trattoria setting with an open kitchen and a garden. We did not do the garden thing. No, because we don't need outside. We don't outside. do garden things. However, we sat inside the homey trattoria and eight like kings and queens uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is from uh, a restaurant from Chef Marcy Turney. And of course, she is the owner of Butter Maryland's and Lolita and Barbuzo and Hamanera and a couple of other shops as well. So, again, this is the kind of quality to, you're expecting quality when you go into a place like Little Nona's. Again, homie trattori is probably the best phrase. It's, a, it's like a, a house. An old, an old timey Italian house, right? Is that the best way to kind of like describe it? Old timey Italian old, house kitchen kind of place. Oh, yeah, I guess you could say old timey. Give, yeah. give it to me. Go no, ahead. no, old school looking. No, like your grandma. House. Yeah, like a little Nona's house. Like, like your grandma's old house. house. Like well, except for the, you know, there's no plastic on the couch. But other than that, it's the same deal. No, mm. I'm thinking of my childhood friends that were Italian. Their grandmas didn't have plastic, on, have the plastic on the couch. No, not yeah, that I remember. Couches. Uh, pictures of Jesus. Everybody had pictures. Of Jesus. Everybody had pictures of Jesus. Pictures of Jesus. But um, yeah, man, we need to discuss first of all, just off the rip, we got to talk about the appetizers because there was this appetizer in particular <laughs> that my wife became so infatuated. I'm obsessed with this. That she is like, this is one of the greatest things I've ever. I'm had. obsessed with that. Tell the people what you thought about the wild mushroom mushroom arancini. I'm I I love them. Loved. I, when I tell you I loved them, I tasted them. I was mad because uh, there were three of us, and we had to share them. And one of us, I didn't think she liked it that much. No, my mom didn't. She wasn't. She wasn't. That wasn't her thing. But she ate it anyway. And I was kind of mad that she ate it <laughs> and she didn't like it because I could have eaten it. It was that good. It was so good that when we were eating our mains, I asked the waitress to put in another order so I could take it home. That's how good it was. I love these things. Absolutely love. If Roy wants to get on my good side when he acts stupid or crazy and he needs to make up for it, he can just go get some of these wild mushroom arancini and bring them home and all will be forgiven. According to the menu, crispy risotto balls, buffalo mozzarella with the truffle aioli. They're just fantastic. They're so, so they're really good. <laughs> like, again, it's like things that don't have meat in them probably shouldn't taste this good. <laughs> Exactly. These are very good. Like, I, I, I didn't love them. I didn't love them as much as, as Chanel did, but they're very good. Absolutely. Those are those are a must order if you go again. If you do risotto, if you do cheese, <laughs> get your, do yourself a favor. Get an order of these wild mushroom marinades. Yeah. This goes definitely goes on my list of my favorite foods in Philly. My favorite uh, appetizer 
were the BV and P meatballs. That's beef, veal, and pork meatballs. You get two of these uh, for, your, for your appetizer. They're two huge, and they're huge. They're big size meatballs. They're probably like the size of, maybe, they're probably maybe a little bit bigger than a tennis ball. They're pretty big. Uh, Fontina cheese stuffed meatballs with soft Taleggio polenta and a San Marzano tomato gravy. These, I'm going to just say, these are the best meatballs I've ever had, period. They I've never had tasty. meatballs anywhere in life that are as good as these meatballs. These meatballs are phenomenal. Like, they're, they're, they're next-level meatballs. And it comes with the polenta, and you get the meatball, and you scoop up a little polenta with it. Oh, my gosh. This, is, this, this is, should almost be illegal. These meatballs are just fantastic. He really liked those meatballs. Like these are crazy. Like I'm like I've, I've looked at that lunch menu. I was like, oh, they got these at the lunch menu. <laughs> they got a sandwich. You can get the meatball sandwich. <laughs> I was told you can get it, get get it through caviar. Like I can just put a caviar order in there, pick it up. I've thought about getting these meatballs since like going down there solo dolo and just scooping up some meatballs. You better grab those uh, wild mushroom arancini. These or, are crazy good. You like, will be in trouble. These are man. Listen, no, this no. I, look, I I defy anyone to find me a better meatball in the Delaware Valley. I'll put it out there like that. Wow. These meatballs are crazy. They're wow. so good. They're so. You don't agree? I I thought they were really good. I defer to you on meatballs. You like meatballs Man, more than me. These are special. Um, I was I was stuck on the arancini. I would have given glad you had you eat all the meatballs if you would have given me. Yeah, the no, we can do that. We can definitely do that. Uh, we also got to uh, order the garlic bread. It's a sarcones roll, so you know it's good. Steeded roll, roasted garlic butter, and sea salt. And they give you, like, what's that? The clove? Uh, yeah, the, the, a, ro- the a roast, not, roasted garlic. The not a garlic. They give you, like, a lot of garlic. Yeah. Like, you You can take, like, the roasted garlic and kind of um, spread it or rub it on the bread, which I do because I just eat garlic like a crazy person. I love yeah. garlic. Yeah, no, garlic is good. We love garlic in this house. We love bread in this house. So No. Bro I love bread, bread in this house. <laughs> we, lo- we love garlic. We in this house. love garlic. Um, and a sarcones bread, you can't, sar- sarcones loaf, you can't go wrong with that. So for the mains, uh, Chanel got the rigatoni alla vodka, and I got the Sunday gravy. So you can talk about yours first. So they do a house ground fennel sausage, which is really, really good. Yeah, man. So with your uh, rig- rigatoni alla vodka, you, um, you get the rigatoni with the alla vodka sauce, and then they give you the sausage with it. And they put a little bit of um, Swiss chard in there and some crispy prosciutto. It is very good. This was so good and so filling. Like the the the, the rigatoni, the size of the pasta were some of the they biggest so much rigatoni pasta. I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. Yeah. And so what I did is I like spice. So it comes with chili flake, but then you can get extra chili flake if you like. So I like added extra chili flake to mine and it just like set it off. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed that. If I go back, um well, not if. When, when we go back, <laughs> I will get the same exact thing. I mean, I get the rigatoni alavaca and the uh the wild mushroom arancini and I'm happy. That I don't ever need to even taste anything else because I have my set food on this menu. Right. I'm sure everything else is fantastic. It's a good menu. It's not big. It's a it's not a big menu. It's good, but this is like the type of place where you have your favorite dish, your favorite dishes, and this is what you you go there specifically to eat them. So I'm pretty sure even with a menu that's not that big, if you go, you're gonna find your thing on this menu where it's like, all right, I need that. Let's go back whenever just to get that yeah i mean there's a handful of pastas there's a handful of fish and chicken um op, you know meat, you know, meat options 
Um, there's a Sunday gravy, which I'll talk about. There's a few appetizers. I mean, it's not a very big menu, but mm-hmm. you don't need a big menu because like there's every like everything you hit on this menu. Like just look at the menu. Everything you see on this menu, this is good quality, little nonus type. You know, like this is like your grandma making it in the kitchen, like with the, especially with the the Sunday gravy, which I'll talk about. The Sunday gravy is their little is their dinner special. It's a it's a slowly slow blaze slow braised beef short rib. A meatball, one of those meatballs, BVP meatballs, and the hot fennel sauces that that you know just mentioned, and broccoli rob, broccoli rob, and it's all simmered in a four-hour San Marzano marinara sauce, and it comes with a side of pasta. I and mean, I think the pasta probably changes, you know, as you know, you know, given the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you get your meats on the side, and then you get your pasta. So you kind of just eat it together. It's like a whole like a Sunday dinner kind of thing. Um, just to kind of co-sign on what Chanel said about the sausage. I don't even like sausage that much, like fennel sausage like that. This is this sausage is outstanding. Like I don't know what it's it what it very was. Good. It, I don't know what it is in that sausage. I mean, you know, it's homemade, so I mean, it's good. So no, it's, it's really, really good. good. Like I could have just put the sausage on a piece of bread. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, that sausage with like with peppers and stuff it oh would be my phenomenal. God, gracious, it's phenomenal. And then you have the meatball. And then you get the, the short rib, so you get the beef, and then you get the you know the mix and the meatballs and the fennel sauces and the broccoli rob. You put it over top of your pasta. You know if you want to, you can add some parmesan with that. You can add some um, some chili flakes with that. I mean, this is like like elite level grandma like pasta. Like it, it was like I am I am blown away. <laughs> it was phenomenal. It was so good. And and this thing like. It doesn't seem like when you order it, it doesn't seem like a lot of food. Like when you just pick it off the menu, it's like, oh, we'll get a couple of meatballs and some arancini and then some pasta. We're, you know, we're good. It doesn't seem like a lot of food. It's a lot. Of yeah. Food. The portion sizes are. Yeah. Yeah. Like you won't go. They're not hungry. huge to the point where it's ridiculous and you feel like, ugh. Right. You know, the, but they're nice size. There's no way you can finish all your food, number yeah, one. Yeah. Um, I did, but I was like, man, Roy I was did, but he was like useless after that. Yeah, I was like, this is this is not because I don't like the I don't like to like leave any 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 children behind. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I gotta finish this for the culture. But man, I was like, it was completely useless afterwards. It was. It's, it's like, can you even get us home? Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I didn't know if it was gonna be possible. Um, thankfully, home's not too far. It wasn't too far away. But yeah, this Sunday gravy, um, it's on their dinner menu. But they have it every day, um, twenty four bucks. I mean, this is some of the best. This is the best twenty four bucks you could spend um, in an Italian restaurant. Again, you get the short, you get a short rib, you get meatball, you get the sausage, broccoli rob, and a huge plate of pasta. It's just like Chanel said. This is the type of place where you, I'm just gonna go in. I'm gonna get the same thing again. I know what this. I know this is so good. I don't want to not get it. No. <laughs> like, if we bring another person, they should try something else so we can taste it. Right. But I have to get what I got last time because that's what I like and that's what I know I like. And I'm pretty sure everything else is really, really good. But I would be mad if I went back here and didn't get what I got. Yeah, like, before. I'd be like, man, like, I really, like, like I know what this tastes like. <laughs> yeah. I really need to get it. And not that, again, because uh, I'm looking at the menu right now. Lamb neck ratatouri with rip, whipped ricotta, English peas, lamb juice. Yeah, like, everything, good. yeah, yeah. This Garlic stuff, shrimp, you know. Yeah, this, everything looks good. But I've now already tried what I like, and that's what I'm going to eat yeah, every time I go. This, this is... I, I was looking for, uh, we've been, I don't know, I can't speak for, I'm not going to speak for you. No, I've please been looking don't. for a really good Italian yes, restaurant. Yes, we've been in on the search. Philadelphia. Yeah, in Philadelphia. And we have found one. Yes. And its name is Little Nona's. Uh, we also got the Sangria as well. I should mention that. Sangria. 
Uh, we yeah, got a carafe sangria, mm -hmm. red wine, simple syrup, apple brandy, and citrus. Very tasty. Uh, very tasty. We got like four glasses out of it. Yeah, four yeah. We probably got about four, um, four, uh, four uh, and a half sangria. Um, should mention, not a very big restaurant, um, but um, not terribly hard to get reservations to. So if you want to get a reservation, not a terribly hard place to get reservations to because they have the inside and they have the excuse me the garden area as well. Um, I love Little Nona's. I really did. Like, yeah. I really, that really, Arantini, man. really like Little Nona's. Again, this is May, and we don't typically talk through these things in May, but we do the awards next January. This is probably going to be on the list. Yeah. I'll put it out there like that. I'm, I, I'll make up something <laughs> to kind of throw this Arantini and these meatballs on this list. Like, it's just, Little Nona's is very good. We'll be back before the end, though. Like, it's, it's really good. Yeah. So shout out to everybody who told me about Little Nona's. You guys are MVPs. I'm very excited to to add this to the rotation. If there's something else in the menu I should try, let me know. I'll take it to go, maybe, because I got to get these meatballs. I got to get these meatballs off. These meatballs are phenomenal. They're so good. <laughs> and like at lunch, they have a chicken parm sandwich. I'm like, man, this place is crazy. Like I'm like this place is crazy. This, like, am I going? Am I going too crazy about this? No, no, you really enjoyed. It. I can't believe you ate all that food. I, I can't believe I ate all that food. Like, I'm, I might be going hard in the paint, but this is man. Listen, the sandwiches on the lunch menu have a roast pork. It's herb crusted pork shoulder, sharp provolone, horseradish aioli. Come on, man. Come on, get me, please. Meatball sub, chicken parm. It's crazy. All right, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Am I done? Did I, did I leave anything out? No, I think you hit it off. Yeah, it's a little known as go. It's very good. All right, it's time now for Stats Delicious. It's back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the God. hidden segment is back. My wife's favorite I'm sure nobody knows what you're talking show. about. <laughs> Sometimes I throw in a segment called Stats Delicious. It has to deal with a number. This week's number is 2 million. You know what two million means? No. Two million, the number of people who retweeted Wendy's in two days asking for the spicy chicken nuggets to come back. Okay. Thanks in large part to one chance the rapper. We have a question here at John Appetit. Were the spicy chicken nuggets really hitting like that? Yeah. Because we don't have remember. no idea. We don't know. I we don't this, remember them. Well, I remember them, but I don't remember what they tasted like. We had this conversation. We don't know. I th I, I've had them. I I don't think I've had the Burger King ones, which we see the commercial for every five minutes. Um, I think years and years ago I had regular Burger King. I've had regular ones. Yeah, they were dry. Yeah, I not, did not like them. Yeah. Like when they first came out or something. I forget. It just, mm, mm, no, no. Yeah, I'm intrigued because again, Wendy's regular nuggets. They're solid nuggets. They're good solid nuggets. They're on the dollar menu. You get four, I think now. Cause it used to be five. The spicy nuggets, I don't remember. I don't. I do not remember. But they're coming back, thanks to Chance the Rapper and two million other people. Um, Wendy said they're going to figure out how to get them back. But, you know, they're feeling the heat from Burger King spicy nuggets. So, if anybody knows about these nuggets, let us know. Because I really don't remember. I'm going to eat them anyway. But I don't know. We just, we just don't know. So, that is Stats Delicious for this week. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we have some events to tell you about and... We're handing out more invitations to our home for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Mm -hmm. 
Welcome back to the show, segment number three. So we talk about upcoming events. We have a couple of things to tell you about this weekend. It's Mother's Day, of course. And Mother's Day Tea is coming May the 12th. And this is a special event at the Museum of the American Revolution down in Old City, 101 South 3rd Street. Uh, so you can have Mother's Day Tea with your mother. Menu includes buttermilk scones, fresh fruit tarts, French macaroons, mimosas and miniature tea sandwiches all provided by brulee catering tickets for this event are 50 bucks for adults 25 bucks for those aged six uh, six to 17 and ten dollars for children under age five and those tickets include admission to the museum and all exhibits and there's two seatings for this so one o'clock and 230 so for more information check out the museum of the american revolutions website and also in a couple of weeks there's the bucks county Food and Wine Festival. I believe this is the first annual edition of this. This is a two-day event at Parks Casino in Bethlehem. So Friday, May 17th, is the Burgers and Brews in the Beer Garden at the Parks Casino. And it's uh, celebrity chef Mark Murphy. He's from Chopped. He's going to be there. Um, that event's 50 bucks. And the next day, Saturday, May 18th, is the Food and Wine Festival in the Excite Event Center at Parks Casino. There's going to be nearly 20 Restaurants on hand, and there's going to be a bunch of demonstrations and all sorts of good eats and drinks for you guys to enjoy. Uh, the restaurant, all the parks restaurants are going to be there: Oliveto, Liberty Bell Gastropub, which we talked about a couple of months back, and Parks Grill, and also going to be um, some samples from Knob Creek, Bacardi, and the Maker's Mark. So that's seventy-five bucks. But if you want to do the double dip, you can get tickets to both the weekend pass for a hundred and ten dollars. So it's a pretty good deal for the two-day Bucks County. Food and Wine Festival, May 17th and 18th. For more information, check out parkscasino.com forward slash food wine festival. It's time now for our Sunday dinner segment. It's the portion of the show where we hand out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy or at least noteworthy to us. It's a little bit of a break from us talking about food all the time on the show. Um, I guess mine's technically food adjacent. I'm not sure if yours is. No. Um, who do you have this week for your Sunday dinner? So I don't want to put the person's name out there because I believe they're in some sort of legal trouble. Ooh, ooh. So this is a person who um, I feel like it's a... a New Orleans, Louisiana, female rapper, or somewhere in Louisiana, maybe Baton Rouge, I don't know. So, what she did was she wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. Her five year old son needed to go to school. So, she put him in an Uber by himself to send him to school. But the Uber driver took him to the police station. Yes. Which was, in my opinion, the correct thing to do, you know, because why would you put your five-year-old in an Uber mm-hmm. by themselves? Mm-hmm. Apparently, you have to be 18 to get an Uber. Mm-hmm. You have to be 18? You have to be 18. I didn't know that. You can't put, um, you're not supposed to put minors in Ubers. Okay. Or lifts or things like that. Or okay. cabs, apparently. Really? That's what I'm thinking. But I know it's like the Uber policy. Okay. So I this has been a story that's been probably going on for about a week. So then I was listening to a radio show. And they had people calling in and saying that they put their kids in Ubers. And Uber drivers were calling in and saying that people put kids in my 
my car all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, do these people not realize that these are just rando people who decided that they were going to sign up to drive their rando car and pick <laughs> people up and like drive them around. Like I today could say, you know what? I'm going to start driving people around and people don't know me. I don't understand. And, and I might be wrong. Like what would prompt a parent to put a child in a car alone? Like, am I wrong? Like, I feel like you shouldn't do that. But then I was listening to people call in and they were like, sometimes you don't have a choice. Yeah, but it's a stranger's car. I, I, again, I agree with you. Okay. I, I'll play devil's advocate for okay. a little bit. Okay. I, I'm assuming like, you know, cause again, like a lot of these parents don't really have, you know, other viable options that they need to get their kid from point A to point B. Um, they think that maybe this point-to-point thing where you can track, what you can track, maybe they believe that this is the best option. But but again, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm no, saying no. That, you know. For a teenager, I see it. I wouldn't do it, but for a teenager, because a teenager is a little older, they can think on their feet, right. they're quick, but a five-year-old? Yeah, five-year-old. A five-year-old can't do anything by themselves. Yeah, like, like yeah, like, I, okay, me personally, I would never put, like, if I had a child, I would never put anything younger than a teenager in an Uber. Like, I would never, like, even if the kid's, like, 11, I'm like, no, no it's just, like, not doing that. But, again, I understand that for some people, like, this makes more sense to them, or this, they feel safer doing this than telling their kid, all right, take this train and then take this bus and then walk these five blocks but and go to Don't spot. you get in the Uber with them? But if you can, if you have to go to work, and to that's work? where I come in with the confusion, I, I would, I would be more concerned about my kid in that Uber than being late for work. Right. But I know with some people, it's being late for work is not an option. It's not an option, right? So it's like it made me think of just like the predicament that people are in when it comes to their children. And get, my kid got to get to school. Should should there be like a Uber for children? Where the drivers have background checks that are done, like like the care dot com, where right. you find a babysitter. Right. Should someone should start that service? Stop putting this out there. Stop putting this out there. Somebody's gonna steal it. We'll talk offline. <laughs> we'll talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, I'm putting her name out there. The woman's name, Game Over Reedy. Yes, that's her. Game is over for her because she ain't gonna be a rapper no more. Because Rihanna Oliver, don't put your five-year-old kid in that Uber. Yeah, that's her right? name. That's her yeah. name. Rihanna, Riona, Riona Oliver, game over for you, baby. <laughs> no more quarters. Game yeah. over. All right. I got it. I'm a, I got a Sunday dinner. But before I get to a Sunday dinner, dinner, shout out to the homie Phil, Phil Wilson, um, who let me know. He's like, look, people out there, Game of Thrones out there. If you wanted to watch me, you know, you and the fellow thronies, your gamers, whatever, what do we call thronies? We're going thronies. Gotties. If you want to watch Game of Thrones, you're on the West Coast, you don't want to deal with the spoilers, you can watch it on HBO Now. Go on HBO Now. Or if you have DirecTV, you can get the HBO East feed. You can watch at 6 p.m. along with everybody else. So I don't feel any sympathy for you West Coast thronies. The East Coaster is ruining it for you because you can watch it. You have no say in any of this. You don't watch the show. I'm just saying, if the West Coast people are mad about the spoilers, like you can watch it too. Just go on HBO now. Period. What if they don't have HBO now? If you have HBO, you have HBO now. But what if they're doing something else? 
Get off. Well, then you on Twitter. You doing something? Get off Twitter. Twitter is in our phones. Get off. Get off of it. A lot of things on my phone. I ain't in them. I, I still things. think the spoilers should wait till after the things. West Coast gets to watch. Speaking it. of spoilers, though, the spoiler ban has been lifted. Yes. On Avengers Endgame. Yes. I've so been now, hearing people talk about it like crazy. I, I haven't because everybody's done. Like, we all we all got it out of our system. Yeah. So now I can go in on Captain Marvel not being around. Oh, here you go. Two hours and 45 minutes of the movie. She was busy. She told them she, she was be busy. busy. This is her home planet, Earth. She was busy. How many places like Earth did she say there were? She said there's millions of planets. I get it. That's not where you're from. This is where you're from. If I was a superhero, she right? She came back in time. If I was a superhero. The movie would have been over if she was in there for the two hours. Like, all right, here's the thing. You can't have her be there because she can clearly beat him. I understand that. I get it. I understand. I understand. Explain it away a little bit better then. All right? If Because like, like, there's a power issue. You're right. Like, Captain Marvel literally has the, the, the power of, like, she literally has the energy. Was it the energy stone? I forget what it was. Whatever stone it was. The blue stone. She literally has a stone inside of her. Like, the power of the stone inside of her. She can wash no stone Thanos immediately. Immediately. Scarlet Witch almost washed Thanos by herself. All right, mm-hmm. like I understand there's a power issue, and if she was there the first, if she was there like off the rip. Then he, the he, thing, not all, she all that. She yeah, washed him, washed and that had been that. I understand that, but like, don't be like, yeah, I'm busy, man. They had to bring her when he had the I'm the, busy. the glove back. I'm busy. At least have her do. At least have her fight somebody else and then get done. But she's like, I'm not busy. And then she comes in and she blows up the whole ship. Meanwhile, Tony getting washed, Fat Thor getting washed, Cap got a couple hits in there, but he got beat up too. And here she comes. Like, where you been? Wong showed up to the final battle before you. She was Wong. busy. She she showed up. Wong. You have such a problem with that. She should have been there off the rip. She when couldn't have been. This, time, it would have been over time, a whole half hour time, sooner. Right? When they went back in time. They should have said, like, Cap should have, like, hit her up with that pager. Like, yo, Cap, yo, hold it down for us. Make sure nothing nothing crazy happens while we go and get these things. And then the, uh, roll credit, movie over. I could have made that movie, like, two hours. It would have ended soon. There why, wouldn't have been a big final battle because Captain Marvel would have just came and beat Thanos up and killed him, and it would have been over. That's the reason why Clay Thompson left early. He left the movie early. He was like, you know what? Who? who? Clay Thompson. Who? The Warriors. Who? You know Clay Thompson is. Like, why do I care what he thinks of movies? I'm just saying he left early. Who cares? He left early. He who cares? All he right. can leave his games early. Nobody will miss him. Jeez. All right, I do have one. My real Sunday dinner though, D'Angelo Russell. You know who D'Angelo Russell is, right? The guy from the Nets with the weird hair, the young bull. Pull up a picture real quick, so just so you know, okay, right. you know who he is. I just want you to have a picture for context. D'Angelo Russell, player on the Brooklyn Nets, now a free agent. Probably gonna make oh, a lot of money. Oh, I know him. Yes. Probably gonna make a lot of money this year. Of course I know him. D'Angelo Russell got caught by the TSA LaGuardia with weed in a hidden compartment in his Arizona TK. Oh my word. He's the one with the that, that was him. The one that was I heard him. about this. I have heard the tail end of this and I was like, who what idiot did that? It was him. He was, was the him. Laker. I he remember him from the Lakers. I was the yeah. I actually played pretty well this season. It was an all star this year. Oh, um, nobody cares. Got caught with weed in a hidden compartment in his Arizona tea can. Where was he going? Home, Louisville. He's going to Louisville. 
there's no weed man in Louisville? I think he's from Louisville, which, again, number one. He's from there. So he should know where the weed man is. If you can't get good kush. Where was he coming from? from? He's from New York. He's leaving New York. No, he was coming from New York to. He's going from New York. He was in the LaGuardia. He's going from New York to. So weed's not legal in New York, and it's not legal in Kentucky. So he was just all around being illegal. But here's the thing. He's an idiot. How are you putting contraband inside a contraband? You can't get an Arizona tea can through security. It, I they thought it was in his you. checked luggage. No, it was in his. I thought I thought it was a tea can in his security, but I might be wrong because I know he apparently he had a weed grinder too. Like a, he had a weed grinder yeah, I, I, and a fake Arizona tea can with him. Fam, wow. what are you doing? First of all, Chanel's right. Do you think maybe he forgot that? Um, that. That he had it with him, like when people took guns to the airport, they forgot they had guns. I, I, you forgot that you got the fake Arizona tea can in your weed grinder. I guess people have gone through and forgot oh, they had guns. Jules Santana is in jail right now because he <laughs> went to the airport with a gun that he forgot was in his bag. Uh, yeah, I don't read the shade room. Plies, so I think Plies also went to the airport with a gun because oh, he forgot it was in that his was, bag. Yeah, but. Um, if you watch Atlanta, one of the episodes, somebody went to the airport with a gun in their back. That's still, though. You got to know better. Especially mm-hmm. if you're about to get a max contract. This is just you being stupid. I can't give you $35 million a year if you're just this dumb. If you don't he'll check still, your bags. He'll still get it. Uh, if you, you he'll still, still get it. But if you, can't, if you don't check your bags for your weed. He's an idiot. And your, and your, and your, your grinder. Come on, man. No, I'm telling you, I I thought it was in his checked luggage and like the dogs found it in the checked I luggage. I thought he was carrying it through security. I might be I, wrong. So maybe we get, uh, maybe. It, does it matter? Yeah. Because carrying it through security is dumber than checked luggage. Because people put stuff that they're okay. not supposed to have in their checked luggage all the time. Check bag. So it wasn't his check bag. Check bag. And the, and they found it. They, they, they found scanned it. it and found it. They yeah. found it, yeah. So he's not as dumb. Well, he's dumb, you know, trying to transport. Well, you know what, though? That's how most drugs get here (laughs) on airplanes and stuff. Correct. So he just ran up against a TSA that was doing their job. That was doing doing work. Yes. Yeah. But again. I bet you he's done it before, though. I'm sure he's done it before. And that's why he did it again. I bet you that's not the first time. And every other time he got it through, and this time he got caught. But if you don't know... The supplier in Louisville. Yeah, that's what I'm not. If you are D'Angelo Russell, if you can't get the Kush, the wedding cake, the green. Why are you talking like you know what this stuff is? If you can't get the the dime sack in Louisville, then I don't even know what to tell you. I don't even know what to tell you. Like you should know somebody who knows somebody, right? He's an idiot. I I I personally he probably got he probably got used to smoking every day when he was out in L.A. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm then, sure. bam, York, bam heads, different. He's, you're in the wrong state. And again, I, I it's not even, legal like, in those states. I guess we, like, I don't even care. It's weed, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, a crackhead. It's, it's more about the stupidity of it's it. It's just than being the dumb. Weed. Yeah. It's whatever. That's fine. But yeah, D'Angelo Russell, you get the invite. Please leave the Kush outside. No Kush. No Purple Haze. What else? What other weed is there? I don't know. I'm not. Um, is CBD nope. weed? <laughs> <laughs> CBD is not weed. Is it like extracted from weed? Yes. <laughs> so it's weed. No. It's the oil in weed. 
This is we're not even playing podcasts right now, folks. No, we're not. Chanel's asking a legit question. This is a legit that she has. I have. Yeah. So, because I've been hearing stories about people like rubbing this oil on like their knees when their knees hurt, yeah. and then you can and then Walgreens is going to sell it. I guess in states where what weed is legal, I don't understand. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know the. I don't know the. Uh, pro, pro, they were like uh, fifteen hundred Walgreens stores will start selling like CBD infused products. There's a place. There, there's opening a gelato shop in Philadelphia. It's going to sell CBD gelato. <laughs> But how how are they able to do that if recreational weed is not legal? You can CBD oil. You can use a little bit of uh, for in 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 Philadelphia. I know you can use a little a small amount in food, and that creates effects like weed, right? Not isn't it like calming or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just feel yeah. like they're starting to slip drugs in on us, <laughs> and we have to be careful. They're not poisoning the water supply. No, I, I swear to goodness, Roy, you better not bring anything home with CBD. You told me you it. said you said I can drink the CBD smoothies. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Told you you better not. No, no CBD. No. I think right over here. I think a tropical blend here. I think you can get the CBD smoothie. Where the one the the, the smoothie store next to Acme in that plaza. I think you can get a CBD. How do you know that? I heard about it. I, I swear it. to goodness, Roy, you better not be out there. You think I'm gonna come like start coming home and like like Shaggy from Scooby Doo? <laughs> like that's not how it works. I don't care how that's it works. How I don't works. want it. All we right? don't want it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna come. I home. just don't understand like how it, you can it has positive have effects. How you can sell CBD and the, it's not legal in the state. Like it just confuses me. This whole CBD thing. I'm gonna I'm, look this up. Because I feel like they're slipping it in everywhere, and I don't want to get caught up. This is not the this is not the plot to Batman Returns. <laughs> like I think we're okay. I think we're good. The penguin's not poisoning the water. I think we're. Okay. Uh, it's not a poisoning thing. I just don't know what it is. I'm not familiar with it. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I am super super whack when it comes to stuff like that, and I'm proud of it. That's fine. No, that's that's okay. It's hip to be square. Yes. Say. Yes. I'm an L7. There you go. All right. That's it for this edition of the Joan Appetit Podcast. Before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we would like to say John Appetit.